The PUA, the People's Utility Alignment, terrorists, and the tanker levels, nasty locale. I was careless with Les Musi, and it almost cost me, so I spent the next two days checking over everything. Not now, Scuff. Doxes are supposed to slow down at your age. Mercy? Hey, Mercy. Just let yourself in, Molly. Come on, lady. We're eating out today. We are? Absolutely. Lunch at Baby's. My treat. Give me five minutes. Baby's is packed. Everyone has come to try out Strivers, the government's newest miracle food from some genty farms on Monroe Island. They taste exactly as one would expect. And I don't think Paul wants to take no for an answer. Good for him. I like Paul. New subject, Molly. Okay. Who are you after this time? Some smuggler. A guy named Straven. 20,000 credits when I get him. 20,000? Wow. He must be dangerous. What did he smuggle? Don't know yet. Ugh. God, are we supposed to be enjoying this stuff? So, you don't know what this guy's actually done? I know they've posted 20,000 credits, dead or alive. That's enough for me. Then you're just trusting that the council has good reason for- I don't trust anyone, Molly. Well, you seem to trust their wanted posters when they say someone deserves to die. Dead or alive, right? What do you want me to do? I'm not here to run a character analysis on every slime they post. They say who they want, and I bring them in. It may not be a perfect system, but if you ask me, it's working pretty well. So far. I'm not saying it isn't, Mercy. You're great at your job. I know that. I guess I'm just wondering if sometimes we aren't letting the system run us. Speaking of which, I'm due back at my shop. Listen, just take care, Mercy. See you soon. The tanker levels of Parkin Square have been abandoned for 30 years. The old distillate lines locked up went bust. But its huge tanks and maze-like shafts are a perfect place for a hunted man to lose himself in. And the gates and sealed vent tubes are no obstacles. Stravin's not the first man to grab them. God only knows if anyone's got a map of this place. I hope I brought enough flares. My cloak will only get in the way down here. But the infrared? Oh, need. I have to be ready every second. It's not likely I'll be able to sneak up on them. Using the reeler, I travel for hours. I have to rely on my sense of direction to guide me deeper into the lines, knowing that's where Stratton will be. Finally, I hear faint voices, 
echoing deceptively. I make for them as best I can judge. The voices grow louder and I know I'm getting closer. When they stop, I know I'm there, and that Stravin and his PUA pals know it too. All around me, I've got to jump! Thank God they don't have infrareds. The three on the grating above have left themselves wide open. The two across the way had a bad angle to work with. So much for the amateurs. The other two know what they're doing. I don't need these flares anymore. Which just leaves the one above. That'll be Stravin. And it sounds like he's run out of fight. Side passage. Perfect spot for me. An ambush. <gasps> Give it up, Stravin. It's over. Come out of there. You can't. Hold it, Trevor. You see what I've got here? These are drums of solophyte. One shot from you. What a flip of this switch. And the room's a blast furnace. And these are the contraband. There. Yeah, two extraterrestrials. Just put them down and... What do you suppose they threaten this dirtball world with Trevor? Disease? Radiation? No. Food. Free food. These are quillins. They eat anything, breathe like crazy, and they're a near-perfect food source for man. But guess what? These are the last two alive. That's because your government wiped them off the face of Dianet, so we couldn't get them to the PUA. That's crazy, Stravin. Put down the detonator. You won't gain anything by it. I won't let the Council get them. The Quillens mean economic control here. Your fascist regime knows that. You've got to let them go. The PUA will use these villains to liberate the people. Let you go? You've just been trying to kill me. You stupid. We do. We have to. Don't you know what it is to work for a cause greater than yourself? But no, I can see you don't. This is useless. Stravin, don't. For the people. I don't tell anyone about the Quillians, of course. Stravin's story is either crazy, or it's dangerous information. Either way, it's not the kind of news you spread around. I do tell Molly, though. For some reason, I tell her. Can't believe Stravin killing herself. What a fanatic! What was it she said? A cause greater than yourself? Sounds like she was desperate to me. You know, desperate times, desperate people. Lots of people are desperate, but you just don't go off murdering and terrorizing. 
This is a civilized society. There are systems here. And if those systems don't work for someone? Then tough. That's just the breaks. I... I don't know. I'm just tired. Got a couch in here if you want to use it. No. Ugh. I should go home. I'll... I'll just... Oh, mercy. I'll get you a blanket. I wake up at dawn the next morning. The sky glows red with the rising sun. It blushes the streets, the cars, and the buildings red. The color of life. Blood red. I gather my gear. By the time I leave, the sun will have climbed into the thick haze and the color will have drained. I'll walk out once again into the gray and aimless streets of New Gelof. You've been listening to Trekker Smuggler's Blues by Ron Randall, adapted by Eugene R. Hendricks. Sound designed by Chris Honeywell. Amy Riddle was Mercy St. Clair. Thomas DJ was Scuff. Femi London was Molly Sundowner. Tom Harris was Brackman. Nicole Tomty was Straven. This is a fan work produced with the cooperation of Mr. Randall, done solely out of love for the property. We lay no claim to the rights or characters. Please read the original series available through trekkercomic.com. This has been an Aesir Voices LLC production.